Let's have a look at a very nice article uh, from some Canadian researchers on the Dunning-Kruger effect. This is the finding whereby individuals' perceptions of their abilities differ from their objective abilities. This effect has been found in many aspects of society. I would love to investigate this in the field of neurosurgery, but to get into the subject, let's review here an article that examined this effect in sports and coaching. Individuals may not always be aware of their own competence or, more dangerously, of their own incompetence. The Dunning-Kruger effect refers to the finding that when compared to objective assessments of their abilities, individuals can have inaccurate self-perception. More specifically, Relatively incompetent individuals tend to overestimate their ability, while contrary, relatively high competent individuals tend to underestimate their ability. This finding was first reported in a series of four studies by Dunning and Kruger in 1999. These four studies all followed the same research protocol. Participants would complete an objective assessment of their ability and also complete a ranking of their perceived abilities relatively to the other participants in the study. And a consistent pattern was seen across all studies. Low ability individuals perceived their own competence as higher than their actual test scores, while high ability individuals' perceptions would be lower than their test scores. For individuals in the middle two quarters, perceived and actual ability did not significantly differ. The researchers argued that the metacognitive skills that are necessary to be competent in a given task are the same than the ones needed for individuals to judge how competent they are. Therefore, low ability individuals would suffer from a dual curse. They are not very competent at a task, and also they are unknowing of their incompetence. It appears that low-ability individuals tend to overestimate their abilities, and high-ability individuals tend to overestimate the abilities of their peers, thinking that if they find things easy, others must as well. Replications of these results were found in contexts of debating, geography knowledge, driving ability and gun knowledge. Most studies investigate the individual's competence in a role that has limited impact on others. The effect would be more influential in contexts where individual's knowledge and self-perception affect the learning and behaviors of others. And that's why this current study was designed to see if coaches and their self-perceived ability would match with objective assessments of their abilities. Although the Dunning-Kruger effect hasn't been studied in coaching, there is some literature on coaches' self-perception and particularly self-efficacy. This coaching efficacy is defined as the extent to which coaches believe that they have the capacity to affect the learning and performance of their athletes.
higher efficacy has been found to be associated with higher winning percentages. So there may be a link between coaches' efficacy and their ability to coach, but the link is not super robust, as the one loss record was not always found to be related to a global coaching efficacy. So this raises questions. Could it be that the underlying Dunning-Kruger effect influences the results of these studies? Perhaps a Dunning-Kruger type curvilinear relationship undermined the analysis. With this I mean that even though we know that there is a linear relationship between efficacy and ability in the moderate to highly competent individuals, the efficacy of a relative low competent and high competent individuals skews and this maybe influences the fact that the efficacy is not in all studies related to the one loss efficiency. And that's what the current study was designed for, to see if the Dunning-Kruger effect would occur with coaches. It was hypothesized that the relationship between coaches' efficacy and the objective assessment of their ability will display the following pattern. For coaches in the lowest quartile of their ability, their efficacy will be significantly higher than their ability. For coaches in the highest quartile of ability, their efficacy will be significantly lower than their ability. So they underestimate themselves. For all other coaches, like the mediocre ones, there will be no difference between efficacy and ability. So what they did is they did a web-based survey with 94 Canadian high school volleyball coaches. The description of the study stated that it was an investigation into the coach knowledge and perception. They did a 24-item questionnaire that specifically measured the game strategy and teaching technique to evaluate the coaching efficacy. This is the subjective part where confidence and belief is measured in the coaches. The other thing that was measured was the actual and objective abilities in a manner consistent with that of previous studies on the Dunning-Kruger effect. Coaches were divided in quartiles based on the scores of their objective coaching ability and paired sample t-tests were used to compare the differences in mean scores between their actual and perceived ability within each quartile. And very interestingly, the results were indicating that also in the world of coaching, the Dunning-Kruger effect is present and has its impact. It is consistent with research that noted that coaches' self-perceptions and their actual behavior are completely distinct constructs. Research has repeatedly found that coaches' efficacy so their own subjective assessment is significantly higher than their alternative assessments of their effectiveness. When split into quartiles based on the actual ability, it was found that low ability coaches showed significantly greater efficacy, so subjective, compared to their ability. The high ability coaches showed significantly higher ability, so objective, compared to their efficacy. 
The two middle quartiles did not show any significantly different discrepancy between the actual and the perceived ability. So according to Kruger and Dunning, low, low ability coaches overestimate their ability because they lack the cognitive skills to assess their ability accurately. This is referred to as the dual curse. The specific context of coaching may offer an explanation for the Dunning-Kruger effect in this field. Research has shown that context characterized by high praise and difficulty in obtaining a clear feedback can lead to biases in self-assessment. Both of these factors characterize high school coaching. It could be that coaches who are exposed to frequent praise and rely on ambiguous indicators of success may be prone to inaccurate assessments of their ability. Coaches working with young athletes and their parents may be exposed to the kind of praise that troubles their own objective assessment. The finding that high ability coaches underestimate their abilities was also consistent with the previous research on the Dunning-Kruger effect. But the pattern shown by low ability coaches can be explained with the metacognitive skills that they don't have the skill to evaluate or estimate their own skill, this phenomenon of high ability individuals underestimating their ability is not as well understood and probably is a separate process. High ability coaches may suffer from a false consensus effect, where they assume that the majority of individuals are as competent as they are. Interestingly, it can be shown that after controlling for high ability individuals' beliefs about their peers, their self-rating improves significantly. The rest of the article is on the limitations of the study, concerning the fact that you are always limited on what and with which instrument you are actually measure, measuring your factor. But I think we have given enough attention to finish here and say that this is a quite nice study. It all it's very confronting for all of us that we are very limited to evaluate ourselves. In the show notes, you find the link to the article, as always, and I hope you enjoy it, and see you in a couple weeks. Goodbye.